welcome to Cybertopia. This is the Tower of Darkness scenario. Despite the huge advances in technology and overall improvements to humanity in general, there is still a notable divide in society, and the poorer areas of cities house many of the lower level workers of factories and labs, where some jobs are found to be more efficient to be done by humans rather than machines. However, there has been gradual trickle down of advancements to the lower classes, so second or third hand implants and augments are not uncommon unless moral doctors are known to dabble in illicit genetic experimentation, making vague promises of enhancement to their patients. Amongst the high-rises that accommodate these sections of society, many thousands of people reside, and it's quite common for individuals to report problems with cranky, outdated cybernetics or medical procedures with undesirable artefacts. However, a recent localised spike in complaints has emerged, with significant increase in malfunctions, sudden power outages, power surges, and general weird happenings, including hallucinations in people who don't even have optical or neural implants. So far, no one has been able to pinpoint exactly what is causing this, but it has been narrowed down to a specific high-rise where a large portion of the residents have already fled in fear. Hi, I'm Rev. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Vicky. Hi, I'm Jeff. So as usual, your characters stay in cryostasis between their missions to keep them fresh and well-oiled in time for their next mission. You all wake up and your pods lift up and you can see each other across the room. The doors open up and you see a hollow screen pops down in front of you. Except this time, it isn't the usual commanding officer you're used to seeing. It is a older gentleman wearing somewhat military-looking garb, and looks extremely grumpy. All right, you sentient flesh sacks. There's been a change in management, so I'm going to be taking care of things around here from now on. We're done with all this tabula rasa nonsense. You're all just amazing corp now. And we're going to be doing things differently with you. I ain't getting involved in what you do or how, and frankly, I don't care. Just get your jobs done. George, record this, will you? I don't want to have to say this shit every time. Now, get out there, kick some ass, and don't make me regret keeping this whole department around. And then that screen blips away and another one pops down. Uh, hi. Um, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm George. Uh, yeah, uh, you heard the new boss. Um, yes, things are, things are different now. Uh, we got new, new bosses, um. Uh, the the last lady, she was nice and all, but uh, yeah, no, she's gone. Um, so I'm here to tell you what's happening. Um, I I I know this stuff because yeah, I I I usually write this stuff for them, but uh, now I'm supposed to I'm supposed to read it, I guess. Um, right, yeah. So oh yeah, now I see what she was saying. I'm not very good at writing these notes, am I? Um, okay, well, yeah. There's there's a, a tower block, and it's full of people. It used to be full of people. It's no longer so full of people, and uh, there's lots of complaints. Um, things going wrong. Things weird happening. Uh, we we just need a team to go in to investigate. Really find out what's happening, and and see if we can um, uh, fix it or maybe. Um, like bring it in for examination or research or something. Um, we we know it's coming from this particular tower block. Uh, 
there, there's effects going out into the neighborhood, but it it's definitely uh, yeah more more um, strong in in this particular tower. So yeah, if you can go in and and let's not make a big mess of things, but let's check it out. Okay, uh, is there any questions? I know they don't usually take questions. Yeah, what specifically have people said? is happening like what have people called in about oh uh, there was there was um yeah everyone's very scared there, there are lots of nightmares and uh hallucinations um uh there, there's their augments have been acting funny some people have said their implants are like shorting out or 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 going a bit haywire um and, and, and the technology is acting weird yeah weird stuff Really? This is what happens when people don't purchase from authorized corporation dealers, I suppose. Yeah. Are people dying? Uh, I don't, I don't think anyone's died yet. There's, yeah, just some, uh, there's been some medical issues, I guess, because of the augments and whatnot, but no, no reported deaths, uh, so far. Yeah. I, I, why don't we, uh, we'll go over and do the uh, armory bit, I guess, and and then we can figure out what what's going to happen. Unfortunately, they've requisitioned um, Alpha India into a different department now. Apparently, he's more useful in like the armed enforcement ring or something. I don't know, but yeah, so he's gone. So I'll be helping you in that bit. Uh, let's uh, yeah, let, let's go over and see what we can get from the armory for you. So Rev, why don't you tell us about Julie? Julie is a mad scientist who works for the corporation and is devoutly loyal to the corporation, but at the same time sort of a loose cannon because there's a lot of semi-authorized experiments. And Chris, you introduce us to Smart. Smart Coolman is devoted to the Church of Denim. He is a very cool hacker who is very good at vibing and or keeping it tight. And now, Vicky, why don't you introduce ourselves? I'm playing Subject 5, who is possibly described as a lizard person. They have genetic augments. It wouldn't be genetic augments, would it? It'd be genetic enhancements, maybe. That would be the words. They look like, if you've ever seen the makeup of the mermaid pattern, where someone's taken a scales down the side of their face, could be makeup, not quite sure yet. Obviously, Mm -hmm. find out maybe later. (laughs) Yeah, they don't really know what's going on. I, I, that's a good point, because <laughs> Subject 5, it's their first mission. So It is their first yeah. mission, yes. They're very excited about this, but they're not quite sure. <laughs> and finally, Jeff, introduce us to Tim's. TM Supreme, Tim's for short. Thanks to a bad legal understanding, he accidentally signed away his name. <laughs> but he is a recognizable figure, as probably most of you have seen him before, but have that moment of, Wait, weren't you on a crisp or a yogurt advertisement like six years ago? He's always the third guy in the background of a picture. Handsome enough to be noticeable, but not handsome enough to ever get the main role. The perfect spy, really. Just blends in, but looks suave at the same time. Okay, team. So, yeah, uh, we've got the address of the, um, the, the, the tower block for you. Uh, I suppose, uh, um, we, we... We could transport you over there in like a car or a van or something. Or we still got the choppers. We can send you over in a VTOL or something like that if you want to come in on the roof. Uh, It's up to you, really. Does anybody have any uh, 
kind of ideas or preferences or anything on how to approach this mission? I think for maximum cool, coming in through the roof would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah, we can arrange that. Uh, I like roof entries. Roof entries are good. Yes. All right, I'll get the I'll get the the chopper pilot on standby. Does anybody have any um any further questions or anything before we set off? Because I'm not going to be able to contact you once you're out there. No, I just I just want my stuff. Yeah. Okay. We'll get it all loaded on for you. Um, you want your uh your your octopus tentacle um mechanical things, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I just want all of it. But yes. Yeah, I okay. mean, I, I like my Amazo Tools Plus Extreme. They are my friend. Okay. All right, good then. Okay, well, uh, yeah, if there's nothing else, then um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll get you on your way. I don't want the boss to come and shout at me again because he's scary. Okay, bye, everybody. Good luck. Goodbye. Later, George. Like, bye, I guess. Oh, poor George. George was always so stressed out, but now he, I think he's going to be extra stressed. He's going to be fine. He'll be the best of us. He just needs to see an amazing core counselor. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he probably sees them all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll load up all your gear, all your stuff. You'll have everything that you've got on your character sheets. If any of you had any learnings from previous sessions and the skills that you gained from the last session are permanent. So Ooh, everything carries okay. over. Any health that was lost previously or traumas that were incurred would have been cleared during your cryostasisness. So you're back to full health and all of that. And... Yeah, Amazing Corpse wants you in tip-top condition to go on your mission. So you'll head out in the VTOL chopper and you fly out to the poor districts of the city. And you can see a lot of these tower blocks just dotting around. Literally thousands upon thousands of people live in this area, servicing all the lower-skilled parts of the megacorp structure. And yeah, you get flown towards the tower block that has been pinpointed as the problematic location. How are you wanting to exit the vehicle? Are you airdropping? Are you repelling? Are you, I don't know, dropping down a trampoline to bounce off of? Oh, I want to do the trampoline. Now you've mentioned trampolines. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that I always think about with this stuff is that I think it was the original like final fantasy film from like the 2000s and they dropped down like these big blobs of goo and then just jumped mm. into the goo that i always like that <laughs> idea sure goo sounds great <laughs> so yeah how do you want to do this and in what order or do you want to jump at the same time that could be fun oh we could go at the same time like a one two three jump like on both sides of the helicopter yeah yeah it's one dive <laughs> Oh, you could do that fun synchronized falling thing where you all join hands. Yeah. How far are we falling, Ben? <laughs> right. It depends. How how high do you want to jump from? Really. I mean, if you're wanting to land on top of the building, right? Hopefully. How safe does the company rate the product that we're using for? That's exactly how high we'll jump from. That's my vote. <laughs> I like it. You are probably considered a more expendable end of Amazing Corp pay scale. Maybe a few feet under then, (laughs) (laughs) just to make sure. Somewhere between four stars and five stars on the reviews. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll tell you what. So the the pilot hovers over the top of the building and shoots down four kinetic dampening blobs onto the roof of this building. They're pretty big, so you can target them quite nicely. And each of you will have to jump out and then roll to see how well you target your individual blob. 
So who's going to go first? I will go first if nobody else is jumping forward. forward. Like, Julie is super excited because they developed athletics over their adventure and they feel that the company upgraded them for a reason. <laughs> okay. Let's have that roll then. Include anything from your character sheet that you think is relevant to being able to jump out of a flying vehicle. Well, I would probably say the tent of tools and then the athletics. Okay. I don't particularly see anything else that would be super helpful. There's a social support system, which might help me if I fail terribly. <laughs> Let's see. So that is a 12 plus 2 plus 2 is 16 total. And I hope we have chosen the right height. Yeah, yeah. what we'll do is we'll have everyone do the roll first, and then we'll do the narrative exposition after we've got everyone's results. So who's next? I'll wait to jump last. Okay, we got Tim's going last. I'll go next then. I think the athletic prowess that is lent to be my, my uh, core of himbo is probably going to come in clutch here. Sure. I'm going to be keeping it, it tight, as in my arms and legs in nearby, and I can't believe I'm doing this so early. I'm wearing my cool hat, and I'll be flipping that round, because this is a serious moment. <laughs> that'll yes. be uh, me jumping out with, I think, uh, plus five. Okay. And that is a 12 total. Nice, okay. Uh, to double check, learnings are only on a nat 20, right? Learnings are only on a nat 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. I already have one third of a way towards jumping. No jumping. <laughs> okay, so Vicky, that means subject five is next. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is a cat where they spread like completely and like <laughs> yeah. try and hit terminal velocity. So I'm going to do that and just try and land. Yeah, I mean, you could be one of those lizards with like webbing between your limbs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing clothes, but sure, it might be between my hands. Yeah. yeah that might help. <laughs> Let's have that rolling. Just remind me what I'm rolling. So I'm rolling a d20 and adding anything. Yeah, anything you can justify, yeah. Probably the reptilian body enhancements, which makes it an 11. Okay, that would all work. Okay, and finally, Tim's. Alrighty. So as I jump out, I will use my hand camera okay. to make sure to take a sweet picture of <laughs> all of us jumping. That's cool. When I do finger guns, that's when the flash goes off. Nice. But I will jump out with uh, hopefully using my enhanced speed to be able to land this correctly. And I got a 16. Nice. Okay. I think you've all done well enough to successfully target your relevant blobs. Tim's gets a pretty decent shot as he's falling of a lot of you. I think uh, Subject 5 may be struggling a bit more than the others, does a does a few rolls before they manage to fully write themselves. Maybe it just looks like they're having a fun time. But yeah, you all smash down into your kinetic blobs and safely dismount and you're on the roof of this not ridiculously tall tower block. Let's say it's 50 floors. It's a bit windy up there. Some of you got buffeted around a bit on the way down, but you're all safe and secure on the top of the building now. And it's a pretty plain rooftop. There's not much going on there. Maybe a couple of like AC vents or something. There's like a little perimeter wall and there's a single fire exit up there or like a roof entrance, I guess. As I step on the blob, since it is windy out here, I'll use a little bit of this mucus that we landed in to make sure that my hair stays perfectly coiffed. <laughs> flowing off to the right, inspecting it with the hand camera to make sure I'm looking good. Um, <laughs> since it's connected, my contact lenses, I can get a really good view. But I'll switch my stealth tuxedo from winter mode to urban. <laughs> <laughs> so there's literally only this emergency escape door up on here. So yeah, who's going to go over and try the door? I'll go try the door. The door is locked. No, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Shock and horror. Oh, game over, guys. You're stuck. <laughs> 
Is it one of those doors that doesn't have a handle on it, or does it have a handle? It or... does have a handle. Okay. The, the handle doesn't do anything when you try it. Ah. Oh. Is there like a regular old-fashioned lock, or is there like an electronic pass thing on it? You can't see any, like, keycard reader or electronic thingy-majig or anything. It just looks like an ordinary old-style lock. These are old buildings. Maybe this is from, like, the 2000s or something. It's, like, 50 years old, this block. And, yeah, not been updated in that time, really. Well, I will take an attempt to pick the lock using my amazing company-made tentacle tools. And I am good at hacking and clutching. So I'm going to try to to use my tentacle tools and clutch a little lock-picking action. Okay, let's have the roll. I've watched old movies. I can figure this out. Or maybe not, as I roll with a bonus is a nine. I mean, it's enough because it's an old lock and it's very simple. So, yeah, maybe you smash it a bit and maybe it's a bit more breaking the lock than picking it, but eventually you manage to get the door open and maybe you kind of advise no one to actually look at the work you've tried to do there. <laughs> so I'm in there, like, I have, like, little octopus arms, like Doc Ock arms that come off my back and we're, like, working on the door and I'm looking at it and there's a loud crunk. And I'm like, it, it's open. <laughs> Smooth. Okay. So yeah, the door swings open. You can all see inside. And yeah, it just looks like a normal stairwell. If you go inside, it descends down to the top floor of the building, which looks like a very ordinary, normal residential floor of a building. You can see there is a sign on one of the walls that says, this is the 50th floor. And when you're inside, you can see it's... Have you seen the film Dread? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... It's kind of like that in that there is a large, basically a balcony that goes around in a circle and then the apartments are on the outside and then down the central part, there's just a large opening that goes all the way down to the bottom. Let's say it's ventilation or something like this. It's basically a big donut building and on each floor, there looks like there's four apartments, one on each side of this square and there's a elevator that attaches to one of the sides that goes from the top to the bottom of the building. So yeah. You're all on the 50th floor. So before we go down, maybe we should check, like, any ventilation thing that's on the roof. Because if I was a saboteur and, like, dosing people with hallucinogens or something, that's a... You just pour it in. Yeah, you could go back onto the roof and check that if you want. I don't know. I'm asking other people. I just don't like looking down the stairwell, to be honest. I can't stop from looking down there. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would feel like to fall, and I, I don't like that. I mean, the falling part would probably be great. It's the landing part that would be unpleasant. Maybe send some of that goo down again. <laughs> <laughs> need a lot of goo. That's pretty fire. Yeah. But I'm asking teammates what they think. Hmm. If there's something in front of me, I can fuss with it, but I don't really have a good idea of what, what to do here. Let's have you roll a, like, a sight roll. When you look over the edge, let's see what you see. I roll, that's a 17, and I don't think particularly... That'll do, that'll do fine. Yeah, okay, so you can pick out very clearly kind of the vertical sections of this building, and that there is very clearly lighting issues between around floor 30 and 40. So there's about 10 floors there where the lights are just out, and around those floors, like either end of those floors, there are like flickering lights. So that seems to be a location of interest, I suppose. Below that, the lighting seems to be okay. You maybe see occasional people right down at the bottom who are just like coming and going. 
but it seems otherwise pretty sparse in there. So I think I see where the people are complaining about, because there's like haunted house lighting about 10 floors down. <laughs> Nobody said there was ghosts on this mission, man. Well... I don't know if there's ghosts, but it's all, like, flickering. Like, I remember this movie I saw when I was a kid, I think. And there was, like, all the flickering lights, and that's when, like, the monsters come out of the walls, or, like, the ghosts come out of the floor, or, like, some possessed persons crawling on the ceiling. Though there's not a lot of ceiling here, so we can we can thank our blessings for that. All right, let's not scare the himbo now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm too himbo to be scared. Okay, so we should do something, because I really should stop bending over and looking down. It's unhealthy. We go to the monsters? Or the flickering lights, at least, because I'm... Hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing that's where that's where, that's where, where people are complaining about things, because that's where things are happening. Unfortunately, there is at least lighting where you are right now. So, like, the top ten floors from floor 40 to 50, where you are at the moment... The lighting seems to be okay, so you can see quite nicely around here. Yeah, it's like it's like about ten floors of bad, and then everything above it and below it looks like it's working fine. Tim's, what are you up to? Subject five is correct. We need to get out of here. This isn't looking good for Amazing Corp if we're just standing above on a roof. Plus, it's ruining my hair. <laughs> okay. So, are you all just going to walk together down to the 40th floor? There's like 10 floors to go. There's the elevator there, or at least you can see it. There's an elevator shaft there, kind of runs down the middle of the building. Yeah, kind of. I guess actually, I kind of pointed smart, cool man. If your hat's still backwards, I know we're in serious mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like one second, and I'll turn it around and realize I've done it 360 and then put it back to normal. If we see the ghosts, I'll go back to serious mode. <laughs> All right, well, if we got a bunch of panicked citizens that haven't have default or faulty gear, we should probably be looking for a router or something that's spreading bad information to them, right? Does anybody remember if they complained about the elevators not working on those floors? I don't think that was in the brief, but I'll start walking in front of you guys with my hands pointed at you so I can record you guys doing a cool entrance <laughs> into the building. <laughs> like some sort of Reservoir Dogs thing going on here. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Except for I'm humming an old tune from, like, a, a crisp commercial <laughs> that I was in, like, get Amazing Corp Delicious Crisp, don't risk your crisps, as I'm videotaping you all coming in. It's the Tim's theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to forget that whole yogurt debacle from 10 years ago. So close to greatness. <laughs> no, I'm good. Don't go with that. Okay. Maybe we should take the elevator down to, like, one floor above it and then walk down the last bit rather than exhausting ourselves going down 10, 20 flights of stairs. Ooh, an elevator scene will make great transition. <laughs> okay, so you go over to the elevator, and if you press the button, the door just bings open, and the elevator's there, and you can all enter into the elevator. Everybody going in. It might be a bit tight, but you can all fit. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Yeah, maybe retracting your tent tools. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> keeping everything all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you get in the elevator. And what floor did you punch in? Floor 41, please. Okay. So it goes down pretty quickly. The elevators have at least been updated a little. So it's uh, like a mag elevator or something. And it gets to around 40, 42. And then it kind of struggles. And between 42 and 41, it just kind of judders to a stop. Uh -oh. The lights start flickering. Uh -oh. 
monsters. Are we between the floors or are we definitely at 41? The doors have not opened. Is there an indicator that says whereabouts we are? Are we closer to 41 or 42 or are we in the middle? <laughs> I think it's in the middle. Like it's, it's hard to tell. The numbers are kind of flickering and the doors not opening is not a good sign. 42, please. F- 42? I've heard about this. The haunted 41.5 floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the elevator stopped and it's no no longer responding to inputs or commands. Is there a grate on top of the elevator roof or anything that looks as if it could be a hatch? Yeah, like there's the normal kind of panels in the ceiling of the elevator. Uh, some of them are lights, some of them are just like gratings or something. You'd assume probably some sort of hatch that could probably be opened. Can I shimmy up and try and push yeah. the panels and see if they move? Yeah, you can try that. Let's have a, a, a climbing roll, I suppose. I'll do that cup hand thing to give you a lift. Yeah, thank you. We can help her up, yeah. Everyone can lend an assist on this if you want. <laughs> yes, I'm going to need it. It's a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I roll 14 to assist. Have you got anything else that you can add into that assist? Or are you just rolling a straight dice? I suppose I could use my tentacles to help stabilize. So that would be a 16 then to assist. Okay. Yeah, sure. So that would be a plus two to the roll. Tim's, what did you get? Um, so I have a nine with a plus one for my kinetic microgrips for a 10, which means I'm probably not yeah. actually helping, but I look good while I'm doing it. Moral support. <laughs> yeah. This okay. is a moral victory for us against elevators. I was also rolling to assist on that. What did you get? With my core of himbo, um, uh, that is a total of 18 that we've got. Yes. Okay, oh. so that pushes it up to a 10 total then. So, yeah, between all of you, you managed to push Subject 5 up into the ceiling of the elevator. As they get there, they push up the grating and move it to the side. And, uh, yeah, Subject 5 manages to get up and get through the grating. Mm-hmm. As they go, something happens and all of the lights in the elevator go out. But Subject 5 is now above the elevator and in this shaft. And it is a sealed shaft. It's not just open to the rest of the building or anything. It is a elevator shaft. And you can see lots of, like, cables and stuff. And this is a magnetic lift. There's lots of electrical conduits and things that run alongside the shaft that would, as well as supplying power to the elevator itself, probably also are part of the distribution network for sending electricity and all that sort of jazz all around the building. You can see, yes, the elevator is indeed stuck between the 41st and 42nd floor when you are standing on top of the elevator. Basically, your head is level with the door to the 42nd floor. Okay, and it's closed. It is closed. Okay, I'm going to pop my head back in and go, we are stuck. The elevator is stuck. Well, let's all help each other up through here. I don't really see any purpose in sitting in the broken elevator. Can you see how close are the doors up there? Or is there a ladder we can climb? Uh, did this close? No ladder. And I'll mime how, like a <laughs> oh. head's worth of space. Oh, good. Yeah, let's all climb up there then and try to get that door open and go from there. I'm not going to make each of you roll to get out of there. I think with time and that, you can easily just get up through that same hatch that Subject 5 has gone through. So yeah, okay, you're all standing now on top of the elevator and it's quite dark. Maybe there's some ambient light that's coming from the glow of some of the systems that are running alongside the elevator shaft, but it's pretty dark and there's no longer any light coming from the elevator itself. Yeah, using my hand camera with the connected contact lenses, going to try to shift into hopefully a night mode oh nice so that way we can look around to see if there's a emergency like lever pull or door open thing that they have okay yeah let's have a roll for looking around for that sort of thing then 
Perfect. So hand camera plus connected lenses. This is a plus two. Oh, snap dangle. That is a 20. So 22. Nice. nice. Okay. What would you yes. like your learning to be in? Don't think you had any learnings that were relevant to this already. So this is going to be a, a fresh one. Jeepers. I might have to get back to you on that. I don't even know what noticing something in a room would be called. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could just be a learning towards like observation. Sure. Something I'll do observation. like that. Observation. Cool. All right. Yeah. So you have a really thorough look around using your camera, using your contact lenses. And yeah, it's, it's curious, actually. You would have thought that there'd be some sort of emergency system in these sorts of situations, but there doesn't seem to be anything. This is just an old house building and they clearly haven't thought about these sorts of potential problems. The only thing that seems obvious as you're looking around is there's a small crack of light coming between those doors. Maybe you can just pry them apart. I'll step back to let Subject 5 and Julie take the lead on this. Mm. And there's also electrical conduits here. Yeah, clearly it's the supply lines. And actually, yeah, I think with that that 20 roll, Tim's would be able to tell. These cables and whatnot going up and down definitely are going to be supplying internet, electricity, all of the various physically conducted properties that are needed in these sorts of buildings. By the 2050s, they've advanced technology to the point of having nearby wireless powering so these cables don't need to then extend into the apartments they just need to be close enough that they can wirelessly transfer the power to each of the apartments okay so who else has tools that could help pry open a door i just show these hands <laughs> i'm just gonna hold up my hands as well <laughs> all right who's probably gonna be strongest Ooh. so i have in my gear a minor prop generator oh, yeah. so it just makes like basically really crap 3d printed objects I will make three crowbars to hand to you guys. Nice. Okay. Love it. I do it myself, but somebody has to record this. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Somebody has to make sure the action looks epic for the company. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) This is going into the marketing materials. Yeah. Mm Yeah, I think I'm going to have each of you roll in the respective things that you're wanting to roll in, and then we'll just kind of add all of that up and see what the result comes out as. Okay. So if Tim's rolls for the prop generation. All right, here. My hands are both here. No way. I'm going to tilt this camera because it is a natty 20. No, oh, yeah. nice. I... I want your dice. Wow. Please send me your dice. <laughs> Damn, man. Okay. Excellent crowbars. Enjoy, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we could add this to another learning for your improvised weaponry, like improvised tools. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Improvised weapon. Two learnings. Nice. Okay. So everyone is going to get a plus three to your rolls. Ooh. Because it is a nat 20 on an assist roll. That is pretty excellent. Would my athletics count here? Sure. Okay. I roll a 21 total. Nice. Okay. And Chris and Vicky, you both rolling as well? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe lizard limbs? Yep. <laughs> Why? Why you do this? Eight. Okay. Right. It's banned. You're less helpful. Chris, let's see yours. Right. So we're getting plus three from the crowbars. Mm-hmm. I would add my himbo to that, I think, of plus three as well. I'd like to imagine that I'm trying to vibe with everybody else's motions and that we're trying to keep mm-hmm. that grip tight. Yep. So with all of those, <laughs> that goes to a dirty 20. Nice. Wow. That must have been quite a combo. So, yeah, okay. The four of you work together. And again, the lizard is being maybe a bit less coordinated than the rest of you, but they're there. <laughs> lizard cheerleading. I am helping. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Between the lot of you, you managed to pry that door open 
and you can help each other climb out through that gap and yeah the doors are now just kind of stuck in the open position and if you wanted you could get back into the elevator shaft for whatever reason you might want to do that at any point but that is an opening for you and you are out on the 42nd floor and the lights are flickering but there's nobody around Welcome to the mid-roll. We're going to use this space to tell you a bit about ourselves and also to celebrate some of our awesome friends. Firstly, maybe it'd be a good idea to tell you a bit about this game and where you can find it. Cybertopia is a rules-light sci-fi game created by myself, Ben Newborn, and the basic rulebook can be bought pay what you want over at my itch page. You can find me mostly on Twitter, just by my name, Ben Newborn, and I also have some trailers and whatnot up on YouTube, also under my name, and here's some info about the players from this episode. Hi, this is Jeff, and you can find me on Twitter at BigCampaignPod, or on YouTube under the same name. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm on Twitter at Scowney, and I'm working on gaming modules which will be available soon at scowney.h.io. Hello, Vicky here. I'm a mental health professional looking at ways that roleplays and TTRPGs can assist with managing mental health issues. You can find me on the interwebs under the guise of the Counselling DM. Hi, I'm Rev. I write games for Dot Punks and made Motif, which is a flexible dice system we use for Oracle's war games. Next up, here's a quick promo for a good friend of the show. Let's be honest, the TTRPG actual play scene isn't generally the most diverse of places. With the big Cybertopia cast, we managed to include a pretty wide array, but it's also great to see shows specifically showcasing particular marginalised identities, like this wonderful show featuring only aromantic or asexual people. Not to mention, the drama and fun are really top-notch. Welcome, I'm Bastet. I'll be running your operation. The project's official name is The Adventurer's Research of Abnormal Civilian Experiences, or Project Arrowace for short, to investigate the unusual occurrences that have been happening everywhere recently. I've hired you all for your uh, indisputable military prowess. I'm going to be honest, I think we should run. Your academic expertise. I don't know, I'm not a wizard in real life. And your hands-on experiences. Tentacles belong in the ocean! I did lose, I also lost all my food, so Delphi, in a few hours you might start looking really delicious. Oh! Okay. <laughs> Can everyone please roll for an initiative? Oh! I nearly cut so hard. <laughs> Deck of Many Aces is an actual play podcast made by an all-aromantic and asexual cast and crew. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts, releasing every other Friday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Deck of Many Aces. And now, back to the action. Well, I'm just going to take initiative and start knocking on the first apartment door that's closest to us. Just walk right up to it and knock on it and be like, See if somebody answers. Nobody answers. Oh, we're still two floors away from the spooky zone, right? Like the official spooky zone? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit spooky probably because it is flickering lights, but it's not like the darkness that you can see if you look down a couple more floors. We're on like the fringes, like the foothills of the spooky mountains. (laughs) So uh, yeah, if nobody's answering and it just sounds and looks abandoned, I'd say we just keep going down towards the actual darkness to see what is drawing power causing the problem. Okay. Unless anybody else wants to investigate up here and see if we can find some people. 
I mean, that could be an option because anybody who might still be living in the general area might have an idea of what's going on. Heard rumors. Is there any security cameras or anything just keeping an eye out on these public pathway areas of the of the of the floor? There's no security cameras on this floor, and you've not seen any security cameras so far. Mm-mm. Okay. Is that normal? Yeah, if you'd like asked about it before heading out, you could have been told about it. If like these sorts of buildings tend to have security on the entrance, but there's no point in having security up in the rest of the floors because the security services don't really care. No, well, I'm kind of like not really of much use until we find some computery stuff or some gym equipment, I guess. So as <laughs> we start making those work further down to where it gets really spooky. So I mean, there is computery stuff in relation to lift, and especially because the main like power conduits and whatnot for the building go through that. That's also where the data services go through all of the electronic and electrical stuff for the building runs through that central pillar where the elevator would go up and down. Okay. Is it possible to access that from outside of the lift or would I have to get back inside? You could probably lean through the door and try and jack into something. All right, I'll try that because we're still going to get any kind of information at the moment. My very cool denim fingerless hacking gloves have extra fingers <laughs> that contain USB 57 <laughs> cables in there. So I'll let them dangle down and try and jack into the system, see if I can get any kind of information that way. It's, uh, it's still having the, the, the frayed lightning cables connections. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm playing old school, baby. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that is a 10 on the die, plus two from the hacking gloves. And then like, there's the plus one from hacking. Is this security breaking to gain access to something? Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. That's a total of 15 then. So when you hack in, when you get access into the basically the whole systems for the entire building, it's a pretty rudimentary apparatus they've got. There's not much security on the computer systems here. And everything looks completely normal. Even the lift seems to have, like, according to the records that you're able to access, it looks like it's actually gone down to the 41st floor. The power looks all fine between floors 30 and 40. There's no mm. indication that anything's wrong at all. All right. Like, I think we're done here. The computer says everything's working, so I don't think there's anything to sort. Like, the lift is, I know it's here, but it is further down, and the light's working, but I guess it's not. But it says it's working, so I think we're cool. Wait, so mission done? Go home? <laughs> the computer says good. <laughs> it says it's fine. Like, <laughs> But we can see with our observational data that it's kind of not. The company's going to get more complaints and then we're going to get yelled at. <laughs> that last part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get like, that guy yelling at us again. Uh, uh, George is going to get in trouble. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the computer, can you look to see like, who else is logged in and might have like changed records or changed something so that it shows a false okay? I think with the 15, you can see that nobody has accessed this system in a long time. Everything looks completely normal. Nobody uses this anymore, which is weird because there's people living here. But then no one's answering, like, the doors, so maybe nobody's living here. Hmm. Uh, I don't get it. Ooh, does it show you which apartments are occupied around here? Does it have a list of apartments? Yeah. Like, maybe we can find a neighbor to tell us some stuff. Yeah, so actually the door that Julie knocked on is actually an occupied apartment. And you also notice when you went up to it, there is light coming from under that doorway. Do like a shave and a haircut 
type knock the did, 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 and then just leave it okay so on like the third or fourth knock you hear a voice go away hello go away i hear you leave us alone you are speaking to me hello no thank you please just go please open the door no please open the door no i can't i, I won't do it are you physically unable to open the door i don't want to leave us alone go away Oh. We are from Amazing Cop. Please open the door. Just just stop it. Just stop it. Just leave us alone. No more. Could you be more specific? No more what? We're trying to find out what we need to fix. There's so many voices. There's so many voices. Yeah, we're not voices. We're flesh people. If you look, you'll see we're flesh people. The most calming term to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming to the door. Just go away. Are there any windows? There are no windows into the balcony area where you're standing. So what's below us? Like, why is it all dark down there? Just just leave us alone. It's too scary. I can't do it. I'm not coming out and I'm not opening that door. What if the company gave you a reward bonus for your cooperation? I've not seen anything. I can't see anything. I'm just... It's... it's no, just leave us alone. Go away. You can't see anything? Do we need to send paramedics to your location, sir? Are your eyes injured? The paramedics won't come. Can I just try opening the door as a, I don't realize that they're saying that they won't let us in. I just want to open it. Like, there's somebody there. Like, clearly they want us to go in. Like, I, I hear somebody's talking, but I can't see them. This sucks. Let's just open it. And I, I want to try and himbo big strength open the door. Okay, let's have that roll in. Do it. That is just a 10, including plus Himbo. So you try and strong arm open the door and you're not able to budge it. It wiggles a little bit. Maybe like it's not the sturdiest of things, but maybe you don't quite put your all into it. It just doesn't give. But as you're doing it, the person on the other side is like, no, no, stop, please, please don't do it. Don't open the door. <laughs> Clearly sobbing and terrified crying coming from the other side there. Okay, maybe we should stop tormenting this poor citizen. He obviously needs medical assistance beyond what we can provide and just continue down. I'm sorry, it was a bad idea. Let's just go. Let's just dive into the darkness. So from the electrical data that Smart was able to access, you can tell there are quite a few of these apartments are still occupied, but the entrance and exit data suggests that nobody has been coming or going from their apartments. Like maybe a little while ago, maybe like a week ago, there was a mass exodus of people, half the apartments emptied. And then there was a trickling of like maybe another quarter of the apartments after that have gradually emptied and people have not returned to them until now. Just remember, if you see your worst nightmare, one, it's not real. You're going to be okay. Two... Please tell me about it. I need that data. <laughs> I'm collecting. So yeah, there are still some people here, but apart from the few people that you noticed right at the bottom kind of leaving the building, there's nobody coming or going from these apartments in this vicinity. I imagine that the rest of them are like that poor fellow. and They're barricading themselves in, which... Oh, yeah, are any of you armed? Did we bring somebody who's armed with us? I kind of hope we did. I start flexing. I'll take off the denim jacket to reveal sort of like the cut off denim shirt underneath and then just the guns are there. I'm always armed. 
Okay. Subject five, did you bring any weaponry? So subject five is incredibly thin, but they're going to hold up their arms to copy Smart Cool Man, but there's no muscle whatsoever. It's just sticks. It's just like... I, they do have like an acid spit gland or something, right? I think so. That could be a thing. It's more like a hairball than anything, but <laughs> sure, that'll work. I look on and nod approvingly. <laughs> we can get you some gains if you want it, but you look good anyway, it's fine. It's more about looking good. It's about body positivity. <laughs> and Tim's there, I'm going to be like, I understand your camera is your weapon. The media moves mountains, my friend. <laughs> okay, I just want to know where we're at. Let's go. All right, can you guys each do a slow walk into the darkness? I'll record it individually, just so that we have this next transition. <laughs> so I guess if you go down a couple of flights of stairs, there's no problems or issues doing so. As you get to like the 40th floor, it does start to get darker. Not completely pitch dark, but it's darker. And like the flickering lights become more intermittent. And it's pretty dim as you go down into the 40th floor. And you get that nice transition shot going down the stairs. Yeah, and I'll bug you guys while we go from 42nd down to 40. So I'm thinking about this. Are we selling this as a unique living experience, <laughs> right? Or is it a temporary entertainment stop? <laughs> this is a theme park tower, yeah. Just consider it, consider it, as we continue to walk into the darkness. Okay, so you're now on the 40th floor. The darkness has intensified, and let's have a constitution roll from everybody. I have nothing to add to it, and I received an 8. Okay. I swapped dice, and now I got a 19. Nice. So I got dice. <laughs> Keep that one. <laughs> What, what kind of things are we allowed to add to this? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking vibing and keeping it tight might be relevant here. Sure. Okay, that's another dirty 20 then. <sighs> All right. Nice. Would athletics add in here? No, it's more of a head constitution. Then it is a straight 11. Okay, so Tim starts to get a headache. Actually, you're starting to feel a bit dizzy. And oh, no. maybe a bit sad. Like, you don't know why. You don't know what's going on, but you're like, oh, man, bummed out. I'll mumble to myself. God, why did I ever think I could succeed in the crisps business? <laughs> a fool. Uh, if only yogurt had worked out. I'll just put a big supportive arm around you. Like, it's okay, man. Like, every, like, failure becomes a success, and every success becomes a failure. It's just like the passage of time, you know, man? Dude, philosophy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not debilitating, really. Like, you just... You're feeling a bit off. But everyone else is more or less fine. Maybe you're starting to feel a bit of a buzz in the back of your heads, but yeah, you're okay. Hmm. Again, there's no people in this immediate area. Nobody's answering their doors, but it is a bit dark. If you look over the edge of the balcony again, you'll notice that like there is a definite graduation in the darkness. Like it's certainly like if it's gonna hit pitch black, it's that area between the middle floors in this area, the, the floors thirty four to thirty six look very, very dark compared to where you are now. Like on those floors, there's not even a flickering light. At least where you are now, there's flickering lights. I think at this point we need to be doing something a little different to so either head straight down to like the bad zones or try and just break into one of the apartments that we know is abandoned, which I should still have the information for, mm -hmm. and see if we can find any kind of clues in there. Otherwise, yeah. just hell for leather and pop down. And if you want to break into an empty apartment, you can do that. You can certainly remember which ones were empty or not. Okay. Investigation sounds good. Okay. So you pick one of these apartments that you know is empty. On this particular floor, most of them are empty. Like, I'd say one is occupied. So you can pick one of the other three and just go and bash in the door if you want. Who's going to do the door bashing? 
I think smart, cool man should do it so he can look smart and cool on the camera for Tim's. <laughs> a flash of denim. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I'll give him an assist. Yep. How are you assisting? I'll assist him with my tentacles. I'll give a little, like, smack on the hinges. Okay, let's have the assist roll in. I like it. Lots of teamwork in this one so far. That is a 16 total. Okay, so that's a plus two to Smart's door bashingness. Okay, 13 on the die. Probably Hemba won that for 16. I'm going to say it's enough. Tim's can line up a slightly dim shot. Maybe he has some like light enhancing on the cameras. And I think that's a great shot. Are you doing your shoulder or foot? How are you bashing this door down? Oh, straight with my bumps. Just just rolling in. <laughs> And hitting the door down with my head. Nice. <laughs> Strongest part of my body for some reason. So Smart just goes and headbutts a door and it collapses down. <laughs> <laughs> it's epic. And yeah, the door falls flat and you can see inside it's a dark, empty apartment. There's nobody here. There's no signs of anybody here. If anything, it looks like someone left in an awful hurry. Like there's food left out. There's clothes left lying around. Like this person has clearly not planned their exit. What are you looking for in this apartment when you're investigating? I was hoping for a note. Let's have searching roles from anybody that's going to be investigating or searching or doing any of that sort of thing. Yeah, I'll walk by the table and grab one of the left out stale crisps that they left behind. (laughs) And slowly bite into it, thinking about my life. (laughs) As I'll look around for a digital access point or something for us to connect to. So a 13 with a plus one for the contact lens is a 14. Okay. Cool. Vicky? Are there any, like, anything stuck on the fridge, like letters or anything that would tell us about who was here? Let's say you see some, like, family photos or something. This was the apartment of a middle-aged lady. When you're wandering around, you can have a look at it and she clearly lived alone. Maybe she had, like, a dog or something, but it's gone. There's a a pile of stale dog food in the corner. No notes or anything, no letters. I suppose that most stuff is digital by this point. So there's some hollow tablets that look like they've ceased working or run out of battery. Yeah, nothing that would indicate, like, who they were or where they've gone or when. Hmm. Tim's, you were looking for digital access point, right? Yeah, yeah. Looking for something that kind of fits in with what we've been hearing about hallucinations. If there's something, you know, scrawled on the wall in blood or if there's, <laughs> you know, something that tells us okay. that these people didn't just panic run away, right? The last guy was hearing voices. So you go into the living room and you find their hollow TV projector thing and they've got one of these like two-way cameras so that they can do calls with their family members and that sort of thing. And and you mm-hmm. are able to find like the, the on switch for it and turn it on. It's not connected to anywhere and it's not like sending a signal, but you suggest that maybe there'd be some sort of like memory you could access on it. Maybe you could look through the records potentially. Yeah, I know what is it. The old televisions used to have a button where it went back to the last channel watched. So I'll see if there's a way to see what were they watching before they uh, ran out of here. Is there a role you can do for this? I rolled the 14 uh, and I have plus one for digital access, so 15. Sure. Okay, cool. So you press some of the buttons, shit around with it. It's an older system. This is definitely an older model, but you kind of remember it from like maybe 10 years ago and you are able to press the right buttons to get up the last history before it was like turned off. And you can just see, I think the lady had forgotten it was on or something maybe. Just looks extremely scared, skittering around the apartment, looks 
absolutely terrified at one point you just see uh, like her face come right up to the camera and she looks out of her mind and after a few minutes of this grabs a random item of clothing maybe like she had a jumper left on the side somewhere and goes flying out of the apartment slams the door behind her and that's the last you see well this doesn't look good hey smart mr cool man can you tell how long ago this was yeah let me just like see what i can do yeah let's have a, a hacking roll of some kind Oh, nice. 19 on the die, plus one from a hack, plus two from the gloves. Okay. So, uh, 22. Okay, so Smart hacks into this device and maybe slightly misunderstands what you're actually asking of him because he manages to access not just that camera, but literally every camera in the building and starts just like flicking through all of them and seeing the ones that are currently even live and seeing people in their apartments currently extremely scared, looking quite in a similar state to that lady, just absolutely terrified. And he looks back through some of the recent recordings of when this situation started to be first reported and can see a lot of very similar scenes of people like grabbing up their children grabbing their pets grabbing whatever they could and just fleeing the building that moment a week ago when half the building exited that you just see a flood of people just going out of their doors and on the security cameras from the ground floor you see dozens and dozens of people flowing out of this building just carrying whatever they could there doesn't seem to be anything like physical that you can notice from any of the videos there's no one chasing them there's no one acting aggressively they just all look very scared some of them especially the more recent people who have exited seem to be clutching their heads some of them seemed very dazed and badly coordinated like they couldn't see properly i think some of them may have been like opening doors like i just did because like everyone's holding their heads and it hurts like my head hurts because i just opened the door with it but maybe they're maybe it's something inside that's making them all scared what was the question <laughs> Pushing aside the sadness for a moment, Tim's will grab the rest of the crisps and then look over. I'm actually thinking game show, endurance game show. <laughs> There's always an angle. But on a bigger aspect, before we all turn into George's, Julie, you know a little bit about science stuff. What do you think's happening here? Um, crunch, crunch. <laughs> this could be a bioweapon. It could be some kind of illicit chemical leak. Let's have a science-y role from you to see if you have any knowledge of similar sorts of things. Well, let's see. Mad scientist, fringe science, probably would both apply. Yeah. Then it is a 23. Oh, wow. Is that a nat 20? No. Oh, okay. No, it's 18 plus 5. I see. Okay. Yeah. So this could be a number of things. Like you pointed out, this could be the effects of some sort of biological substance. But the fact that it's kind of contained to these specific floors feels more like a proximity effect, potentially something electronic, especially since the lights are being affected. Like a magnetic field of some sort or... Yeah, there's certainly something like that. You've never seen the effects on people's psyche quite this strongly from an electronic thing. But, you know, like these sorts of things could be possible, the sorts of impacts that can happen. And Smart, you have a recollection of like some very weird stuff that you saw back in Dr. Obess's lab. Like there was definitely some weird psychic stuff going on in there when you encountered the poor souls that were in that lab. So there's something potentially in the mix here like could be related so out of nowhere it'd just be a case of smart going oh yeah like the dude that turned into like a big blob of muscle and then there's the other one that could float yeah yeah and so we went into the lab 
and there was all this different body juice and it made all the people different and one of them like floated and like attacked with their mind it was weird and then we stabbed it and i jumped really high mm. so you think that there's a biogenic component involved here uh yeah <laughs> I think from your combined kind of calculations on this and given the good roles on the data accessing and the bio knowledge and science us, you can definitely quite strongly posit that the source of the situation is coming from those floors where it's particularly dark between the 34th and 36th floor. Probably exactly in the middle of those, probably the 35th floor is where this problem is emanating from. So, subject five. Hello. Are you called subject five because you're often a uh, experimental subject? I am subject five. Are you willing to speak from a speaking spell? Excellent. So subject five, if we were to like tie a rope to you so that we could pull you back and lower you into the darkness to see what the darkness does, would that be okay with you? That would be fine, yes. Okay, so I think we should tie a rope around subject five and lower her down and put her into the darkness a couple floors and then pull her back up and see what happened. I have several questions <laughs> if you do not mind me asking. <laughs> Number one, what happens when the darkness eats me and the monsters kill me? Oh, we won't let the monsters eat you. We're just going to dip you into the darkness and then pull you back before the darkness eats you. Okay, I agree. Affirmative. Or that's the plan. Okay. I did say I'm not very good at plans, so if somebody has a better plan, I'm open to hearing that plan. I have another question. <laughs> Maybe we could walk down the stairs instead. <laughs> but then nobody would be able to pull us back up from the darkness. Does anybody have a rope? I can generate one. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was looking at our props master, like, <laughs> props master, like, rope for this scene. Perfect. All right, let's have a prop roll to see what kind of prop you managed to bring out. Alrighty. I want it to be low, just so you can bring, like, like a slinky or something. Yes. <laughs> oh, just start pulling out the tissues and they just don't go anywhere. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like magician's card. <laughs> Almost. I got an eight, so with a nine. Okay. Maybe the 3D printer's starting to fritz a little bit or something. It, it's not working the best. And you get a rope, but it has some very iffy looking phrase in it. <laughs> I mentioned the prop generator since it's connected to me. It's feeling how I'm feeling, so it's just making sad rope. <laughs> It's very limp, sad rope. Yeah. It's seen better days, despite being yeah. brand new. It'll be fine. So who's good at tying knots? Is Subject 5 still happy to go down with this very tenuous-looking rope? <laughs> sure, why not? Let's kill off a character straight away. I mean, to be fair, they're good at climbing as well anyway, yeah. right? So just not the falling. The rope's really there for the safety. One of my skills is keeping it tight, and that's like a defining feature for knots. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's wonderful. I leave it to Cool Man to tie those knots right. Okay, let's do that then. It's not 20. No. It's not 20, you're tying a rope. Oh my god, wow. I have the worst learnings of jumping and tying things. I genuinely don't know. Like, it's dexterous, it's safety. Binding, you know, if you come up later and you have to tie somebody up or do something like that. 
Yeah, but I think could work if you want that. Let me think on it. I want to try and keep within the sort of like keeping it tight. Sort of. You want it on your vibe. Okay, so Coolman manages to tie some ridiculous combination of knots that is like really safely attached now to subject five. And it's like rather than just being a rope being tied around their waist, this is like a harness that he's managed to fashion out of this amazing, very weak looking rope. But the rope is at least very securely attached to you, if not itself. Awesome. I guess I'm going over the side then. I'm just going to gingerly make my way over. Sure. Okay, so let's have a climbing roll for you. This is going to be pretty difficult because this is five floors you're climbing down. Okay, can I use reptilian nature with this as well? Yep, and your lizard limbs and your climbing. Okay, so 12. Okay, it's pretty shaky. (laughs) A couple of times they lose their footing and they do swing out into the middle of the open area. Who is holding the rope? I recommend that... Coolman and I hold the rope while Tim takes cool footage of us, you know, dramatically holding the rope and looking anxious as we wait to discover what lies beneath. Okay. 100%. A one-for-one shot of that bit from Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm taking it. I do have kinetic micro grips as one of my gear, but I way like it better that I'm just taking video. (laughs) Just holding really tight onto that camera. We don't have a study cam set up here. He's got to do his best. <laughs> I think what we'll do is subject five will do the main role to like regain footing or something. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have the assists from Julie and Smart to help with holding the rope. I roll a 12 on an assist. Okay, so that's plus one. I'm getting sick of it now. It's a genuinely a dirty 20 again. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah, so that's plus four <laughs> in total to the roll to save the lizard. Please save the lizard. So you get an extra plus four from the assists and anything else that you want to be able to be like grabbing hold of the edge or like regaining footing. So it's probably all the same things that you rolled before. 16 this time? Okay. So subject five swings way out into the middle of the concourse and for a moment actually swings into the darkness of the 35th floor and then comes swinging right back out of it and managed to fling itself onto one of the balconies. Let's say on the 36th floor, managed to climb Mm -hmm. up and clamber over the edge of the wall. It's extremely dark. Actually so dark. Even with your dark sight vision, you can't see a thing. It is literally pitch black. That buzzing that was in the back of your head earlier, it's definitely a lot more noticeable now. Like, you're not feeling sad or emotional or anything Mm -hmm. like Tim's did, but you're Mm -hmm. definitely feeling something kind of like it's not hurting you but you're feeling a pressure on yourself but yeah it is super duper dark like unnaturally dark is it kicking off my danger sense at all or is it just there oh yeah uh yeah 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 it is something is definitely wrong here your danger sense is just twigging and you feel in definite danger can i have a sensory roll using the danger sense and anything else that you have if you have like perception based stuff i have sunglasses if that helps (laughs) (laughs) Would the dark sight work as well, or...? Yeah, you can include the dark sight, even though it's not actually working through the dark. Okay, dirty 20, as they say. You catch out of the corner of your eye, and you suddenly spin around. You can't see anything, but suddenly you see, like, a flash of, like, fabric or light or something of colour, and you hear Mm. some footsteps running away from you, and it's like you suddenly realise, ah, like, the sound is really dulled here as well. And if you Mm. go to call out or anything, it's almost like your voice is muffled, but you hear these dull footsteps running away around a corner, and you see a flash of light and you hear a crying child the sound of a young person just kind of running away maybe they're scared maybe they're sad can i follow the footstep 
yeah, yeah. if you follow the direction of the sound or the direction of what you saw, mm-hmm. you can't find them. They're gone. Like whatever you saw in that moment, that sound has now gone. It was just there for a few moments. You were like, definitely thought I heard something. Definitely thought I saw something, but it's not there anymore. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go back to the balcony and kind of like took on the rope a little bit just to say, hey, I'm alive. Okay. So the rest of you up on the 40th floor. You feel the rope tug. Okay, yeah, let's start pulling the rope up. We felt the tug. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll to pull the rope up again. I think this could end up happening a lot. So let's just say you gradually pull the rope back up. And maybe it's not the easiest of things to do, but you manage to retrieve Subject 5 from the 36th floor. Does Subject 5 still look the same? Subject 5 looks completely normal. And you notice as you come back up to the 40th floor that buzz kind of detensifies it a little bit i love the way so subject what was five it like? how do you feel <laughs> subject five just kind of gives a reiteration of what happened down there so just sort of uh, no monsters there was a child they ran away i could not find them there was a feeling in the back of my head it is gone now it got worse when you went down and got better when you came back up correct affirmative okay i guess we just all gotta go down let's do it can we take the stairs, please, this time? Yeah, let's, let's do the stairs. Thank you. Okay, so you all start going down the stairs, and similarly to what Subject 5 described, you're all feeling that buzzing in the back of your head, somewhat intensifying. With each floor, you go down, and as you get to the 36th floor, it turns absolutely pitch black. The previously flickering lights that were in the hallways completely gone, and something you notice is that all of your equipment, anything that would like be giving off light, or that would help you see in the dark, none of it is really having an effect anymore maybe the lights on tim's camera you can tell they're on it just doesn't reach like you can see that they're functioning but they're just not actually lighting anything up there's no illumination occurring in this area and you're in the stairwell at the door to the 36th floor and as you approach that door that would lead out onto the balcony where subject five had just been the door bursts into flames 